Welcome back to the next episode of the Real Life Podcast. Today I'm here with the first guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm <laughs> I'm Amy, and I'm Maria's sister, and I'm 21 years old, mm-hmm. and I work at Dunn Brothers, and I make a lot of coffee. Um, yeah. That's... Speaking of coffee, we're both just sitting in her car drinking our McDonald's coffee, yeah. and. We wanted to talk about um, religious trauma, if you will. I wouldn't really call it trauma because it's, well, at least for everything's me, everything's traumatic, and it's like not everything, but a lot of things could be traumatic, even though even if they're not like extremely, extremely traumatic, mm-hmm. they still affect you. Everyone has different like tolerances. Yeah. So something that might be traumatic to us might not even affect someone else. But yeah, we're just gonna talk about that because we grew up in the church. Yeah, and, and we have a lot of experience, and we've experienced a lot of interesting things that the church has done to us, so... Yeah, so this is kind of, like, reasons why we left the church, so... Yeah, so, hope you guys stick around, and let's get into it. Okay, so first off, I want to start off by saying we don't really have a script. We jotted down a few notes, but we're just going to wing it for the most part, because this is real life, and we're just going to kind of rant, so... Yeah, yeah, so starting off, um, we joined this certain church when... What should we call it? Um, <laughs> I guess it doesn't really need, need a name. We yeah. just joined... We grew up going to this church. Yeah, we, I started going when I was like five. And I don't remember ever not going because I think I just like... Was I baptized or dedicated there? You were dedicated there when you Ooh, were like That's one months. thing I don't like that churches do. Yeah, I feel really like weird. you can't, you shouldn't be dedicating your kids because they don't have a choice yeah. when they're that little. It's kind of scary. I always thought that was weird. I dedicate weird. you to God. Yeah, I always thought that was kind of weird that they were allowed to do that, but. Yeah, it's so Like, weird. you should be able to choose. Also, that. speaking of dedication and baptism, did it make, did anybody else in, like, middle school have, like, a crisis because they thought that they, like, were pressured into bapti- getting baptized, and if they didn't, they, yeah. like, were a Christian? Yeah, yeah, in, like, junior high and early high school, I remember, yeah. um, all my friends were like, yeah, I'm going to get baptized. And I was like, oh, is that something like, I need why? to be thinking about? I know. Or like even communion. I took communion once in my life and I don't think it was even at the church we grew up with because it was just like too much commitment and it scared me because they would always say like, we ask you not to take this if you are not a firm believer yeah. in God. And I, I like honestly wasn't but i felt like i was because well and it's just like what do you mean firm believer like everybody has a different perception yeah. of what that is so mm-hmm. how are we supposed to know mm-hmm. and also it made me uncomfortable because i remember when i was in middle school my mom would get emails from the church being like like asking her to ask me if i like wanted to get baptized and i was like if i wanted to uh, i would come forward and ask to get baptized so. yeah i think there is a lot of like pressuring within the church i saw this tiktok one time and it was about someone saying like i hate how christians like push their religion on people and at first i was like that's really rude i don't i don't know any christians who do that but then i really like took a step back and i realized wait a second i am that christian like we literally were those people and i I don't know if me and you specifically were but like the 
the people like the community we were in was really mm-hmm. much and really i think i that. i think i was when i was little because i remember trying to tell my friends like you need to be christian because you're gonna go to hell if you're not because that's what i was being told so i'm so sorry for yeah. anyone that i told that to because that is n- not i don't know depending on what you believe i don't think like personally i don't think that's true because we're all sinners and like if yeah. there is a god he would forgive all of us yeah if he actually loved us unconditionally then he's gonna forgive all of mm-hmm. us for everything i remember when we were little our friend's parents would call my parents and s- ask them to tell us to stop talking to their kids about god because because mm-hmm. they were like stop they were like suzanne stop telling our kids like stop letting your kids tell mine that they're gonna go to hell i know i, I feel so like, bad oh sorry i know and honestly i we do take responsibility for like telling our friends that like if we did it was was like when we were really little yeah so but also it's not fair that we were being told that too because when you really think about it since we were little i would go as far as to say we were like literally being brainwashed into thinking that we were gonna and scared like they used a fear tactic to tell us like we're going to hell if we don't believe this and of course as like a naive child we were like literally three years old obviously you're gonna believe that if everyone around you is telling you it's true yeah one of the pastors at this church that we just left a few years ago gave a sermon on how it's okay to like pressure someone with fear into becoming a christian like if they become a christian yeah because they're afraid of going to hell then that's fine i was like um that seems like a religion based on fear Mm -hmm. and that's not okay and um that brings us to another point um our youth pastor <laughs> yeah We've got lots to say about um him um one time i think it was like junior high or i was in junior high um at this point mamie was a leader for the middle schoolers and it was my friend's birthday and we decided we wanted to go to the mall and go to james charles meet and greet like yeah we literally had no no thought ever that this had anything to do with youth group it would affect youth group at mm-hmm. all obviously and what like, happened was what we do outside of church is not the church's business yeah but um anyway so we went to see james charles and we were not we didn't think twice so about maria it. and her friends were um students at the time in the high school and i was a leader in the middle school mm-hmm. and so it was me a leader in the middle school and then some high school girls and we were all going to the mall to see james charles and we weren't thinking about our age or whether no. maybe was a leader heck we weren't even thinking about church like what we do yeah, why would we it. think about church then yeah. <laughs> but apparently we were supposed to be because we go to youth group like that sunday and our youth leader starts preaching about how bad it is to support a gay person <laughs> and i made eye contact with my friend across yeah. the room who we who i went to see james charles with and we were like what the heck why are they and also other people because we posted about how we were at the malls on instagram and snapchat so our friends from church knew that we were there and apparently so did some of the leaders we're guessing that's how they found out and someone decided to like snitch and the whole church got involved well i remember first off though when we came walked downstairs to the youth basement Mm -hmm. after that happened that first youth group after everybody like the leaders were looking at me especially really weird since i was a leader and i was like going to like see james charles because he's gay Mm-hmm. and they that's the whole so problem that judgmental. they have is that james charles is gay and for us we didn't think twice about yeah, that we literally we weren't even go- it's not like we we're going to see him because he was gay like we we're going mm-hmm. to see him because he was famous yeah and i remember i remember them telling me like um we had like our big group where he talked to the entire youth group about the youth how pastor dude mm-hmm, how it's bad to like support a gay person and then we broke off into our small groups which we do not think is right by the way maria mm-hmm. and i no 
And so we broke off into our small groups, and my small group leader literally said, let's say there was a YouTuber that you yeah. want to support and look straight in at me. small group Yeah, said and everyone looked straight at me. So she was literally calling me out, and after she was like, sorry to call you out and put you on the spot there. <gasps> and I was like... She said that? What, what is wrong with, like, supporting a gay person? She was basically said, like, he does drag, he does all this stuff, it's it so like bad, so he wears makeup, and I was like, and? If you have a problem with that, don't go see him. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, in order for you to find that out you had to have like watched his videos and yeah. supported him like you do realize he gets paid for like you visiting any of his like social media to figure that out so just as much as me literally going to look at him at the mall like you i it just doesn't make sense to me like no. you did just as much and why is like being gay such a big sin in the church yeah why are they so i swear christians be just like picking and choosing what sins are worse like god literally says in the bible like all sins are equal but christians like choose these few sins that they think are like the worst like being yeah. gay and what was the other one um uh have like having sex before yeah marriage. yeah that is like those are the two things that somehow like, they're these cares? like huge sins business. that if you commit like you're unholy and it's like and they no. make you feel so bad about it too mm -hmm. like being like you're going like they make you feel like you're going to hell basically if someone is gay if you think that's a sin that's just as much of a sin as lying and i guarantee you've lied before so who are you to call out someone else for their sexuality and nobody asked you to nobody mm -hmm. asked you for help with and god said to love your neighbors <laughs> yeah, not call out nobody their sin. asked you to confront them about being gay so Anyways, that same um, Sunday after youth group, I was in the middle school, and I, like, walked out to go find my sister, and one of the high school youth leaders pulled me aside and was like, Mimi, come sit here for a second, and, like, put this these two stools in a corner, and I was like, <laughs> okay. I remember, like, I had to wait for Mimi to leave, because our mom was, like, picking us up yeah. from youth group, and... So I remember like looking for Mamie and she was sitting in a corner on a stool with yeah. this other leader and I was like, um, are you ready to go? And you were like, oh, just a minute. And yeah. I just thought it was so weird. I was like, well, what are they doing? I know. It was so uncomfortable. It was in front of everybody in too. in my mind, it was still like not a big deal, but I was just confused why they were making it a big deal. Like in my mind, we didn't do anything wrong until no, we I realized didn't. that they were talking about they made a whole sermon about us going to support james charles quote yeah. unquote support literally all we were doing was seeing him and at even the mall. if we were supporting um we which we do support him yeah like. we, but, we, but we didn't even like buy any of his products we didn't even we, we didn't, didn't even really get to see him no we just saw so him people. like we, saw we were literally legs. on a different floor yeah like because there were so many people and it's, it's basically like we happened to be at the mall at the same time as him like yeah i don't know why but not to mention deal. Yeah, the reason that I went with, the main reason is because Maria's friend's parents asked me to go along as, like, an older sister to, like, just go with the... To, like, kind of supervise. Yeah, to go with to the mall to make sure everything's okay. Like, they asked me to go. older than us, by the way, that, obviously, because yeah. she's, um, yeah. Yeah. And so I literally was asked to go by Maria's friend's parents. Like, it wasn't like, I was like, oh, hey, guys, let's all go see James Charles. Like, yeah, they she didn't really initiate it at No, all. I didn't. But anyway, so this youth leader, Even like, if she me, did, that's not a problem. No. Like, there shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So I was sitting in the corner, and he was basically like, so, what, he, this, he said this, I kid you not, what were you doing last Saturday? And I was like, <laughs> um, I was at the mall. He was like, with who? And I, like, said who I was with, and he yeah. was like, what were you doing? 
and I was like we went to see James Charles and he's like do you understand why that's wrong you are a leader and as a leader you cannot support gay people you cannot um go to the mall to see gay people it just kept going on and on I was like okay whatever so yeah that was that that was one of many um, like things like red flags within the church huge like, red flags imagine not having anything better to do than like create drama as a leader like 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 stalk leaders. your students and then interrogate them until they admit what they were doing which you apparently don't have support and so in 2018 we decided to go on a missions trip and this was before the james charles thing by the way like a few months before yeah because the people we went to see James Charles with are the friends we made on the missions, on the missions trip. trip. So we went on this trip. We all bonded. We had a really good friend group. Um, and it honestly made me... They were the only reason I went to church was, like, the friends I made there. That's yeah. the only reason I went to youth group was to, like, see these friends, you know? It was, like, the socialization of yeah. the week. It was an excuse to see my friends. Like, I'm sorry. I hated everything else about youth group. Yeah. But yeah. So we went for that, and apparently, I didn't even notice this, this didn't cross my mind, maybe I was oblivious, but apparently we were, like, a very clicky group. No, the thing is, we weren't even. It's just, we were really good friends, and everybody else in the youth group was jealous. So mm. there was this, like, kickoff retreat for the youth group, and <laughs> I was Wasn't there. Was it a camping trip? And a lot of my, yeah, it was a camping <laughs> trip. And a lot of my friends weren't there, so I was, like, hanging out with two people I usually didn't hang out with, and... One of them said, yeah, the Belize group is really clicky, like, right to my face. And the other girl was Wait, like, oh, she, Maria's, she, Maria's a part of that did group. Did she think and, that like, you were And, like, she didn't there? even apologize. No, she knew I was there. Oh, she was, she like, talking said, to you? Or were you just, like, She was there? talking to the other girl, but she knew I was, like, literally right there. Why did like, they care so them. much about the Belize and, group? And the other girl was like, oh, well, Maria's right there, and she's in the Belize group. And she kind of just, like, didn't say anything. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, girl. that was the first time someone had, like, said something about it. And I was like, I wasn't even aware we were being clicky. And so, the youth group oh. continues to call us out with the sermons. Yeah, so... The main youth pastor who is responsible for most we of this. We will call him Snitchy. Because <laughs> he's a little bit of a snitch. If you know who he is, you know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> um, he, um, so without any of our consent, he gives us, so the church that we attended, it has three large campuses. Mm-hmm. And on one Sunday morning, I was just sitting in the service, just normally, and all of a sudden, Wait, was this in the main service? Yeah, like, the main for the youth group. No, it was so for like, the whole congregation. Parents, oh families, everybody. I don't even remember. He this. said he was like, now there's a group of friends in my youth group, and he said something, and then he was like, birds. Oh, he was like, they're really struggling with something right now, and like I said to them, birds of a feather stick together. And I knew that he was talking about us because he said that exact same thing to me about my friend group. Like, about the friend group. And like a few days before so i like he called us birds of a feather so i and i knew exa- it was obvious who he was talking about with yeah youth, everybody right. in, the youth group, in the youth group knows who that is and there were literally thousands of people listening to the sermon and i was like you cannot just say just talk about yeah. us without our consent i just it just baffles me how over dramatic the whole thing is like do you who doesn't There's, have it's so unnecessary like imagine not having anything else to talk about for your sermon that you call out some high school girls who aren't doing anything wrong like we have a friend group 
Like, I'm sorry. Like, like you can't force us to be friends with someone else. Was he, like, mad that we weren't friends with everyone? Like, we literally... Yeah, he wanted us like, to, like, branch out and be more welcoming to other people. And that's like, literally why we went to not like in the we first were, place. Yeah. That, and like, we did make new friends, which was them. Mm-hmm. Wait, that brings me to another thing. They were very, like, contradicting about, like, and kind of controlling about who we'd hang out with. Because, like, don't even get me started on, like, the camps, the church camps. Yeah. Because they had this rule that, like... You had to... So, first of all, they were telling us to, like, branch out and, like, not be friends with just our group, right? And then at these youth group camps, like, the winter retreat, if you guys know, you know, they told us during um, meals and the teachings or whatever they did, you need to sit with your yeah. cabin you can only sit with your cabin and it i was wouldn't like let you sit what with anyone else. this completely goes against with branching out and being friends with other people they were like forcing us to only hang out with like whoever we were put with in those cabins and yeah. oh my god let me i'm so mad about this so a few weeks before we leave to this camp these lists of cabin roommates come out and you can request to be with two people and they have to put you with like at least one of them or they're supposed to because Wait, was this the winter retreat i was at Mm-mm. i think this was the one you didn't go to this is 2019 and so I requested to be with two of my, like, closest friends, and I get the cabin list back, and I'm with none of them, and they're all in a cabin together without me, because the church literally just hated me for no reason. Like, I don't understand what I did wrong. They would ask me, like, is, what's wrong with Maria? Like, stuff like that. Like, yeah. they did not like Like, Maria. they hated me for some reason, and I don't, like, as a whole, and I don't understand. Just because Maria, like, wasn't gonna take their shit, basically. Yeah, like, I'm not even gonna lie. I would, like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't like mean, but I didn't really. You just weren't gonna compromise, which isn't good. Yeah, I just I definitely saw through all of the bullshit and stuff. I remember yeah. walking into church one day, and they had this really like cultish thing going on. And what? I remember, I literally distinctly remember like Mimi, this is so weird. And you're like, no, it's not. What was it? Um, they had all the lights were off, and they were like <laughs> dramatically playing music in the background. And they were had different stations, and one of them you could write out your sins and nail them to a cross. Oh yeah, you write the one on paper. I was like, what kind of cult? And apparently, shit is this? some people would go and read all of them. Yeah, all the middle schoolers would like go read them so that was not a very safe space yeah i don't know those whole things apparently they use um like tactics of brainwash there to like make you think that you're like having some sort of like spiritual time or whatever by like manipulating you kind of like sleep deprivation that's definitely something um playing emotional music and like manipulating you yeah i remember you're like worse than if you remember the worship everyone thought it was like so dramatic and everyone would start crying i remember i never cried being saved and i felt so weird that i like wasn't crying and they made you feel like you had to like i felt like embarrassed that i wasn't crying but i was like i "I literally don't feel anything right now why is everybody crying yeah and they literally had a time where you could like get saved and they'd be like now all the leaders are going to stand aside and if you feel the need to go talk to one then go talk to one i remember literally like faking needing to like talk to someone because i I was literally the only one who wasn't so it was so awkward so um yeah the leader was like lord i feel you calling on maria's heart and i was like no Um, (laughs) ma'am no (laughs) ma'am also at those camps um my specific leader um she would pressure us into confessing our sins to her and i kid you not she did this like three different times over this weekend retreat she was like i really want to encourage you guys to just 
tell me your sins because that's very helpful and the Lord commands us to do that. And I was like, why does this, why are you so desperate on like hearing for the record, high school students' sins? Yeah, and for the record, telling somebody my quote sin never helped at all. Ever. No, it's just, it was so creepy to me. Like, why is this person like have a sin fetish? It's so weird. Mm. So, um, I remember we literally, um, she wouldn't give up on trying to get us to confess our sins. So she broke us, uh, our small group into smaller groups because she thought it would be easiest for, to be able to talk about our sins. And like, none of us had anything like to say. I'm not saying we've never sinned, but like, you know, yeah, we had nothing to tell her. So <laughs> one of my friends was literally just like made something up. We yeah. like, I struggle with like lying and they're like, thanks for sharing. It's just funny. We had to like literally make things up. Yeah, they did. It was just so weird. But yeah, I ended up like emailing the people who were in charge of the camp and being like, um, yeah, so why was I put with like none of my friends? Yeah. And I don't think like they had a reason to not put me there. So they, since I called them out for doing that, they ended up switching me over to be in a cabin with all my friends, which was honestly the least they could do. Um, I'm sorry if I called anyone out in this, but I felt like it needed to be said. That is the problem we have with Christians because there's a lot of hypocrisy, lying, and I said yeah. it before, and I'm going to say it again. They just, they really pick and choose what sins are bad, what sins are good, and I think and it's honestly just care. in order to manipulate you. Yeah, they don't care about the individual. They care about the congregation so, as a whole. Thank they, you to this church for scaring us away from being Christian. You did the exact opposite of what you wanted to do. Yep. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. This mm-hmm. is almost a half an hour long. I'm sorry this is so long, but I hope you guys... This isn't even... This is just a very brief overview. Yeah. There's so much more. So, we might do a part two in the future. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, thank you, Mimi, for being the first guest on this podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.